Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bold and Unique Living with Katrina Loco. Yay! I am so excited that you have joined us again. And I'm always excited to receive your emails, your text messages, and just the engagement that we get on a few of our social media sites. I'm just, I'm just excited. I want to make a shout out to all of you who personally read our magazine, Bold and Unique Business Magazine. That is still coming out. We decided to do a print version of it again, but that part have been delayed because of what's going on in the world, but we still will be releasing the um, electronic version. So just really watch out for that. And the link will be up this week for you guys to go and take a look at that. And, you know, hey, submit your articles. I know that you have guys have been continuing to discover who you are. You've been working on your plan for your life. You've been discovering some bold and unique aspects about your life, your personality, your character, and I'm loving it. I'm getting calls in. I'm getting the text message of how these podcasts and my television talk show have blessed people. I've also started doing just little videos throughout the week, every, you know, maybe once a week, just to keep people engaged and keep people encouraged with everything going on in the world today. So if you haven't discovered who you are, I will encourage you to continue to to look and, and ask some key important questions about yourself to yourself and you will finally discover who you are and what you call to do and your purpose and everything that you need to know that will help you move forward in life and to help other people. Today, we're going to shift gears a little bit, and we always talk about identity and knowing who you are, and this this is still on the lines of that, Um, but I want to talk to you today, and this is kind of personal for me, but hey, everything personal about us ends up being tools and materials that we use in our lives. So what do you do? The the topic of this today is going to be big, what do you do when... Big city lights don't shine when big city lights don't shine. And so the reason why I say that is because I'm an extrovert and I'm a country girl. I've born and raised in the country, but I moved to this big city, Dallas, um, 11, whoa, wow, 12 years ago, 12 years ago. And I love the city lights. Even when I was a country girl and visited the city, I would just love the city lights. It would just speak to me. I knew my place was always in the city and I love the city and I love the the hustle and bustle and rustle whatever you want to call it of the city but mainly what really draws me to the city is the architecture and the big city lights and and, and the people that are actually do walking around doing stuff enjoying life I like to see the smiles on their face I like to see them enjoying a cup of coffee or eating an ice cream cone with their children so those things that's why I like the 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 city just seeing all that but because of the situation that our nation well not even our nation just the world is in right now the big city lights don't shine so bright they do not shine so bright matter of fact most places you go, they're not shining. And since part of my business is essential, I am out in the communities 
uh, a percentage of the day, a percentage of the day, a small percentage, but nevertheless, I'm out in the community, a small percentage. So when I'm looking around at when it first started happening, I could feel my spirit kind of being saddened and, and kind of weakened. And I was like, no, I can't have that. And so I went into days of prayer and meditation and I was just asking y'all, you know, why am I feeling like this? What's going on with me? I'm not the type to just have depression or anything like that, but still, and yet I was finding myself doing that. Now I've had depression in the past. Don't get me wrong. There's times and points in our lives where depression hits, but I've never been the type to where it stuck with me. Um, it was usually circumstantial, like a friend had passed or an accomplishment that I didn't make. And then I was just kind of down about it, but dealing with severe depression, I've never really what you call dealt with that. But um, I was feeling it based on things that I know and research that I've done. I was beginning to feel the heaviness and the depression coming on me. And I really had to go into days of fasting and praying and really getting that off me. Because how can I help anybody if I'm heavy down or if I am feeling so depressed? So I know that I am key in my community. I know that I have leadership roles that I have to fulfill. And so therefore I took some time for myself a few days to really understand what was going on. And so one day I was out again and it just happened to be at nighttime this time. And there was nothing, you know, no lights, the everything I used to like to look at, it was just nothing. And I, it hit me. It was like, this is what drives me. This is the thing that I like to see in the city. And this is the, all the stuff and I'm not seeing it. So I realized that was my source. But here's the thing. That should not, that should not be the determining factor for my emotions, my feelings, my drive. None of that. So I immediately, when I found out what the source was, I immediately prayed again. And I was telling y'all, I was like, I don't want that to be my reason for living, my reason for even being in the city, my reason for being happy, my reason for being excited. I want to just be excited just to be excited. Even when times are bad, I want to be excited. I don't want to get into a slump. So then it occurred to me, um, if I was feeling that, then there are people out there feeling that. And maybe it's not so easy for them to, to pray and meditate and go into this place and say, hey, take this off me. I need to be free from this. I need to understand why this is going on. And so I said, okay, that's what my podcast is going to be about. And that's probably what my talk show will be about coming up this week. And I was just so, I wasn't floored or amazed because Nothing Yahweh ever does to me or for me amazes me. And I'm grateful. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's just so common um, that I'm just, it just doesn't floor me. But I know that according to his word and what he's told me that he will do for me, I know that he will perform it. So that's why I say it's not amazed. It's not amazed because he wants to do this for me. It's not like that he don't want to do it for me at all. And he wants to do the same thing for you as well. So with that being said, I want to reach out to you individuals who have felt like I felt and you may not have known what it was. Um, and I want to reach out to the people that do know what it was and they can say, yeah, Trina, I can relate to you totally about what you're talking about. And I understand that these things um, 
have really been bothering us because we're used to being out here. Now, I've enjoyed being in the house, don't get me wrong, but that side of me that likes to be outside, now I'll go outside on my patio and um, sit there and just uh, read or watch my grandchildren play, but it is not the same with getting out in the city and being active in the city. It's just, just not the same for me. And so I've had to improvise and I've had to discover new things. I had to reach deep inside of me and discover those things that I needed to discover to have those done. To have those done. And so I have people trying to call me while I'm doing this. Sorry about that. So I've had to reach down inside of me and say, hey, I know as an extrovert, I like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, but I never, I never really thought about the introvert side of me because as much as I'm an extrovert, I know that somewhere inside me, there's got to be an introvert. It's just got to be. And so in doing that, I asked myself in prayer meditation, I said, well, show me the introvert things that I like to do, the things that brings me joy from being on the inside. And so the one thing that I remembered, I I like to paint. So I started painting. I had canvas there. I had paint. So I painted and I was just feeling so good, guys. I'm talking like so good, so good. So I started painting and granted, I'm not, you know, like my mom, she can paint. My cousin Tommy, he can paint. They paint. That's what they do. They're artists, real artists. I just paint what I see and and it's nice and somebody would display it on their wall, I'm sure, but it's just not from an artistic point of view. It's just not, I don't think that it would sell in a museum. If it did, that I would be amazed at, but it might, I won't never say never. It might, somebody would like it. So with that being said, I had to look at the things on the inside of me that are introverts that that make me feel good that excite me about me so i discovered the the painting aspect how i remembered that i like to paint i like to sew i like to create things so i've been inside creating creating things creating new ideas for my business um coming up with different infrastructures different plans because even after the the shelter in shelter at home in place is over there's still going to be things that we're going to have to change with our lifestyle with everything about what we've done guys i'm telling you we haven't noticed the things because we've just so been so integrated with doing life with each other with other people with social media we haven't realized the things that we were doing that was actually causing more harm than good because we were so busy using all this stuff that was causing us harm that we never thought that we would ever have to face the fact that maybe it just wasn't so good. So anyways, so I've been discovering all this stuff about me. That's the introvert side of me. And I like that girl. I like her too. Um, the extrovert still grab me. And just as soon as we can just be out free as a bird, then that's fine. But even understanding the things I like to do with the intro, as an introvert and the things that I like to do as an extrovert, those things still should not be the things that rule my life, rule my emotions, rule my attitude, nor my character. I should be able to sit in a room, in a chair, and be excited about doing that. Be excited about watching a television show. Be excited about having a conversation with my daughter or, or, or my grandsons or my neighbor. 
I should be excited regardless. There should not be anything that has to spark me to do what I know I should be doing anyways. And so with that being said, I just want to encourage each of you to discover those intro, intro, introvert and extrovert qualities about yourself But also don't use them as a measuring rod for who you are, for your character or any of that stuff. There is a core person on the inside of you that has to come out and has to live and is needed, especially right now. You you are needed, but you have to figure out who that person is, who gets to say, who gets to survive at that moment. I'm serious, y'all. I'm serious. I am serious. You need to figure that out for yourself and then find your peace and your happiness in knowing who you are, who created you, why you were created to be. Because I'm telling you, when you understand your plan and your purpose, then anything that happens in the world, even this going on, you will still be excited because you know that you still have a purpose that has to be fulfilled. And until you fulfill that purpose, it's not over. Yes, I'm talking to anybody that understands what I'm saying. And even if you don't understand, save this podcast and listen to it over and over again. And when it comes to a time where the light bulb comes on from you, just remember this podcast and play it because you will never return to Yahweh until your purpose is complete. What is that purpose? What are you called to do? That's the whole thing about bold and unique living. Being you. You have to be you in everyday life. You have to be you when you go to work. You have to be you as a parent. You have to be you as a daughter, a friend, uh, uh, whatever your leadership role is at work. You have to be you and you have to tailor market. Yes, there's rules and regulations when you work for other people or when you go to other people's homes. You know, you can't just go tearing up stuff. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your voice. Your character, your attitude that is tailor made to you. Never again let that be beat out of you. Don't let nobody make you feel like you're less than because you're different than them. Different is okay. Different is definitely okay. Being the same is not okay. That's when you need to be worried is when you're trying to be like everyone else. When you're trying to be like everyone else, it's not okay. I remember in the Holy scriptures. And I was just reading this guys in meditation time, um, the day before yesterday. And I've really been meditating it on it for a few days and I've studied it before and read it before and researched before. But you know how, when you look at stuff one time, depending on what's going on in your life at that time, it speaks to you, but it speaks to you in a different way. And so now other things speak to you in a different way. So when I went back and looked at that and I was just thinking about in the book of Samuel, when, um, The people were crying out to Yahweh, asking him, this is what they said. And and really hear me when I say this, and I'm not going to get into details on it. I'm just giving you tidbits. When I throw nuggets out, you take it, you study it for yourself, and really come to your own truth. Um, But they said, we want a king. Now, they didn't have a king. They had the creator of all creator taking care of them, providing everything that they need under a protection that no one has ever seen before. Other people feared them because they were under this great protection, right? But they said, we don't want that. We don't want that because we're different 
and we realize that we're different and people don't want to really want to be around us and people don't and it didn't say this i'm just used to, like i said i'm throwing out nuggets people don't want to be around us and they just don't want what we got and all of that so we don't want to be like this anymore we want to be like our neighbors we want to be like the nation other nations we want a king just like theirs we we want to act like them we want to be like them we want to be a part of what they're doing and can you imagine someone even asking that that's like saying say your neighbor husband is an abuser and he just beats her night and night and day but there's a quality about him that you like that you think that would make you be a lot better or a lot different and you say i want a husband just like hers do you want to subject yourself to being beat every day well that's sort of what happened to them they he but he told them in advance before they even got this king he told them that's fine but this is what's going to happen because basically what he said is man's hands are incapable of caring for you the way that i do because their heart is not always in the right place and so when you're out there trying to be like somebody else always remember that you're safer being yourself and being under another type of covering based based on the way the anyone else would treat you or mistreat you or any of that so when you're out there trying very hard not to be different not to be yourself you're not actually protecting yourself when it when i realized that i was safer being me who i was called to be I let it all go. I was like, I don't need to be like them. I don't need to act like them. I don't need to talk like them. I don't need to perform like them. I just need to be me. And you know, sometimes how we, we, um, idolize people, you know, that are stars or doing something similar to us. And they're like, you're going to be the next da, 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 da. You know, you hear people all the time. They see a kid dancing real good. And they said, you'll be the next Michael Jackson or you'll be the next who Alfonso Rivera or whatever. We applaud Michael Jackson and uh, Afonso for their talents. We do. We do. It's a talent. It's a gift. It's a skill. They had to practice, I'm sure, for hours, days, whatever, months, weeks, years. That's good. But we, our desire should not be the next one or should not be wanting to be them. Our desire should be like, I do what they do, but I'm me doing it. I can't play basketball, so don't think I can, but I'm just saying. If I wanted to be in the WNBA, right? Right? I can't play basketball, so I'm, I'm just telling y'all that. I'm not good like that. But if I were wanting to be, then I need to mimic me and not the other players that's gone on before me. They've done awesome jobs. They've done incredible jobs. But my desire is not to be them or be like them. My desire is to do what they do but do it the way I know how to do it and train the way I know how to train and get it the way I know how to get it. I'm telling you guys, when you grab a hold of these key pieces for your life, it will change. It will change. Be who you were called to be. It is the safest place because that means you're in the center of Yahweh's will when you're trying to be you. You over here trying to be Sally Sue and what Sally Sue goes through and what she has to deal with may kill you. You may not make it through, 
But being you, you're safe. You're going to make it through. Even when you have obstacles come at you and hard times come at you, you'll make it through because you're being you and you know that there's something greater on the other side of your situation right now. Even with all this chaos in the world, there is something greater on the other side. You may can't see it yet. Even if you know that things are going to get harder, even if you know things are going to get harder, there's still something greater on the other side. Look at what you've got out of it so far. What are the things? That's what I want you to do this week. That's going to be my challenge is I'm going to ask you now, what is it in all of this? That you've learned about you. I'm not talking about what you learned about your neighbor, your kids, and da 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 da, and the world, and da 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 da. What you've learned about you. What have you learned about you? That's what I want to know. And you don't have to tell me, but I want you to know it because you need to know it. There's a lot of stuff I found out about me. There's a lot of stuff that I said I didn't like that I actually did like, but realized I didn't like them because of A, B, C, and D. Well, see, I've missed out on some things. It's not too late, but I'm just saying I could have enjoyed something that I said I didn't like because of one little key thing, one little key thing. And you should never, ever do that. Be free. Let your mind be free. I'm telling you, when you walk in such a freedom and such a freedom to be who you're called to be, you become unstoppable. You become unstoppable. You become an influence, an influencer in that. That's why when you see all these influencers out here, they are themselves. Some of them are, some of them are not, some of them are stage. But I'm just saying, if you want to be an influencer, be you. That's what influence people. People want truth. They don't want lies. They don't want hyped up stuff. They don't want to water down anything. They want truth. Even if they can't receive the truth at that moment, they still want the truth. They'll leave and they'll think about what you just said or something happened and they'll think about it. They'll think about it. Trust me, they will. You have the way, whatever you give to people, you give it to them, but you give them the truth. And if they receive it, if they don't receive it, that's fine. Let them receive it in their time. Don't force it on them. Don't push them. Don't even judge them or ridicule them for that. For that, you just give it to them. However, you're called to do that. We don't have time to have uh, carbon copies all over the place. We don't have time to be mimicking each other. We need to mimic ourselves. And what that looks like for you may be different from me. And what that looks like for me may be different from you. But you need to honor and respect who people are. You need to honor and respect it. We need to honor and respect the things that are going on right now. And when I mean honor and respect that, if you feel like that you are sick, and I'm going to say this, please stay home. Not because you're afraid, not because, well, I know I'm going to, no, no, no. But think of other people. There are other people out there that their immune system can't take it. There are other people out there that have to go out and do certain things and pick up certain things and they have to work. And if you're going out just blatantly, I'm talking about those people blatantly ignoring. I'm not talking about the people that just don't know what's going on with their bodies. But most of the time, something different, will t- your body will tell you something's wrong. 
Sometimes, not all times, but sometimes your body will tell you something's wrong. If you know something is wrong with your body that is not normal, please just take a few days and figure it out. Don't put everybody else at risk. Do not put everybody else at risk. That's just being really nice and that's just being polite because you wouldn't want anybody putting you nor your kids at risk or grandkids or whatever. You that's just just do that. So honor that. Honor that and we'll all be okay. No matter what the outcome is, we're still gonna be okay. If you know who you are and if you know what your purpose is in all of this, because some people have a purpose in all of this, you have to figure that out because it's needed. Maybe, you know, it's time to push your child that you said that could be this next great scientist. Maybe you need to start giving them little things to do, heading them in that direction, because right now that's going to be an excellent. I told you I'm giving y'all tips. That's going to be an excellent field to get in because no one wants this to happen again. So therefore, people in the medical and science industry will be booming in the next few years because they're going to have to figure out how not to let this happen again, but also how to figure out what's coming next and how to figure out how to go ahead and stop it before it gets started. So we're going to need people in those industries. So if you see those kids with those abilities and, and those gifts showing up and stuff you may want to enhance that you may want to talk to their teachers and tell them hey i see little johnny is really loving this science stuff and he gets into molecules and all this stuff how do i um how do i help him in that how do i help him in that so yeah ask those questions because i'm telling you it's it's out there it's going to be out there there's there's other things that will be going on that is going to be needed too and people haven't thought of it or maybe they haven't they're not saying it but i know that you're going to figure it out because whatever your place is and whatever ever your position is in all of this it's going to shine through so i think i'm about finished with that i know we were talking about how um i got almost had a battle with depression because when big city lights don't shine, you know, when they don't shine, what do you do? And so that is something we all should be asking ourselves right now, because right now, nobody's shining. Nobody's shining. Nobody's doing anything. We all have been put on an even um, playing field, so to speak. Not quite, so to speak. But you need to ask yourself, how do you launch from here? How do you launch from here? And I want to talk to you guys more. I want you guys to know that you are fearfully and wonderful made, wonderfully made, meaning you were made by a person that is incapable of making a mistake and everything about you, even the flaws that you have, even if you don't like your hair, if you don't like something about you internally or externally, you were made perfect. And for such a time as this, and you were called to flourish and you were called to discover some amazing things about yourself and you need to show up as yourself so you are fearfully and wonderfully made you are priceless no one could put a cap on you that's how much you're worth i want you to understand that you are bold and unique that no one has your fingerprint no one has your eyes and your nose and your skin no one has that you cannot be duplicated you can have children even with twins, yes, they're identical twins, but they are dupe. They are not duplicate. They are duplicate. Oh. 
they have their own thoughts. They have their own hopes and dreams is what I'm saying. I'm sorry. (laughs) So everybody is tailor made, tailor made. Think about that. I want you to seriously think about that just for a moment and then even meditate on this. There's billions and trillions of people in the world, in the world. No one is the same. And look at all the people that have came before us and came after us. No one is exactly the same. That is powerful. That has got to be the most powerful revelation that anyone can understand, that anyone can get, is that all that, how in the world can nothing be the same? Even the trees have their own mark. Even the the, the, the very flowers, they may look identical, but they have their own mark. I'm serious. Really think about that. Really think about that. The next thing I want you to do is rip off every label placed on you by others. If other people have put a label on you, whether it's good, bad, or indifferent, rip it off. You know that's not you. You need to flow in your uniqueness. And you need to rip that label off. Don't even wear it anymore. Throw it away. And when they call you to that label again, say, no, that's not me. That's not who I am. That is not me. If you've experienced that being me, that was because I didn't know who I was. But now I have discovered who I am. I'm walking in that person. So you can throw that label away and I'd appreciate it if you don't bring that up to me again. And honey, you got to be like that. I don't mind telling people when it comes to to me being me and me protecting and guarding my mind and my heart and my soul and my spirit. I don't mind telling people don't bring that to me. I don't need that in me. You're not going to feed me that. I want to eat good foods. You got to understand that 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 uniqueness is what attracts people to you, the right people. If you're walking into who you're truly supposed to be, the right people will cling to you. They will need you. Not that you're using that to get them to cling to you, but you will feel a lot better when you've discovered that. So rip off every label, be bold and unique. And that challenge that I gave you earlier to really sit back and look at some things and ask what have you, what have you discovered about you during this? Please do that. And we will talk about this in email, text message. I'm even trying to create a group and I've hadn't decided where I was going to create the group, but it's going to be called the bold shift group because I use a lot of stuff with the bold shift and that's some workshops that I do, but I want it to be the bold shift. I want that to come in to play and we're in that group and we're talking about the bold shift. It will be a private group because I don't want just anybody getting in this group throwing just anything out there. I want it to be quality stuff. I want people to enjoy quality stuff, kingdom stuff. I'm, I'm not playing. So I love you guys. I'm always excited to talk to you guys. And don't forget to wear your bold and unique smile every chance you get an opportunity. And remember, just because the big city lights don't shine, don't mean you can't.